So, Austin, did that recent hail storm cause some damage to your vehicle? Luxury Auto Works now brings you Austin's Luxury Auto Body for all of your collision and hail repair needs. We take all major insurance and provide same-day appointments and guarantee our work. Luxury Auto Works is your European dealership alternative for service and repair needs. BMW, Mercedes, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Audi. To book your appointment today for collision, hail, service, and repair needs. That's Luxury Auto Works. Hour two of three guys on sports here on 1027 ESPN Radio. Nick, Noah, and Sawyer with you today. That's us. You guys can always be our honorary fourth guy, 834-1027. Feel free to call in or text into the show. And uh, we're having a little off-air discussion there. Now, if you think I'm not afraid to sit here and talk on the radio about how I need to find a new weed plug, I got no problems, man, okay? I've been doing that for years on 101X. Uh, but don't don't text in about that. Text in about sports. Okay, There's, that's what DMs are for. If you uh, help me out with that here, but let's go to the text line. <laughs> and uh, Southside Paul says uh, Pat Mahomes four Super Bowls in six seasons in a conference loaded with great quarterbacks and talented teams. And the scariest thing is that his defense is filled with first and second year players. That's a long run coming. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, it is. And I want to sit here and tell you right now, uh, Mahomes. This one you get. This Super Bowl, I will sit there and give you your flowers. I will cheer for you. I will root for you, especially because you're playing Kyle Shanahan. I hate him. Um, but after that, you're officially the evil empire, okay? They, it's it's Tom Brady with the page. Like, that's right. it. This I is the last one where you are not the villain, where people are not rooting against you. So I hope you enjoy it. And, they, and there's a lot of people that are. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, they've kind of they've turned that page. I think now officially of becoming. Well, that. I mean, they're yeah. still they, I, I add another, and it doesn't. Help. You're, you're completely right, but it's like. I don't. I, I guess I'm rooting for. I, I would say the Niners because yeah. I don't want to see that. But yeah, not, it, it's I, funny. I, I, listen, I just lost. We just lost the Niners, so I'm not really. You know what I mean? But they're due. Talk about a team that's due to get one. I want the no, Chiefs no, to due. win, but Brock Purdy to have the game of his life so that we can continue <laughs> to be like, <laughs> is right. he good? Yeah, <laughs> he didn't win. <laughs> I mean, look, that could very well happen with Patrick Mahomes. Again, don't rule him out. Uh, let's see here, Phil says, don't dog Kyle, referring to Shanahan, uh, after all, he does have a Longhorns tat on his leg. I ain't seen it, Phil. You know who else has a Longhorns tat on his leg? Johnny Manziel? Johnny Manziel. He That's does. right. That's right. And that guy hates us. Yeah, he does. All right, and then NFL is is gift... Or excuse me, Dontopolis Chris says the NFL is gifting Kansas City to the Super Bowl because of the Taylor Swift storyline. All right, that, thank you for reminding me, Chris, that I meant to talk about this whole conspiracy because that was it was already going before the game uh, with the Ravens and Chiefs of where the fans were saying, like, the fans were defeated. They were like, the NFL is going to rig this. They are going to rig this to get Taylor Swift in the Super Bowl, which is so silly. Um, but, but it's viewership and it's money. But I, I will look. I'm, I'm, a, I'm not saying that. I am not subscribing to that. I am not, what is it, Swift and on? I don't know what you would call it. We'll figure it out. Sawyer will come up with something clever here. Um, but I'm willing to entertain if people out there are doing their own research. I will I will look at it. Okay. I will look at it because the the amount of the the the, the pass interference calls that were not called on the Chiefs, kind of egregious. Now, not every single one that I've seen so far was, was pass interference. Yeah. Uh, but there there are two unlikely. Well, the, the the one where he just he falls down towards the end of the game. That was pass interference. Should have been called. I forget which drive that uh-huh. was. But they, they, the Ravens should have had a, a that should have extended their drive because I'm sorry that was pass interference. 
The one in the end zone where he Lamar throws in the triple coverage. Technically, there's some contact. I don't necessarily know. There's there's contact on him. You you know the amount of holding calls that were missed against the you know the Chiefs, the the Ravens when Lamar's extending and outside the party. They've been doing that all season with whatever's that uh, Taylor guy. Then let's not even worry about it. But I mean, uh, the fact that Baltimore wants to boo-hoo about some of these calls, and then you see the replay, and it's basically JBL with the clothesline from hell, and you're like. Uh Oh, I guess, you know, Jadamion Clowney probably shouldn't lead with his head into a quarterback. It's like, you know these things. I mean, it's just stupid and undisciplined. They, I mean, the only good penalty they took that whole game was to reset the first downs when he absolutely just jacked that offensive lineman at the end of the game. Because if you take the offsides, it's a free play, oh. and it doesn't stop the clock. But, I mean... Baltimore played a silly game. They got behind. They got scared. I mean, eight penalties for 65 yards. You can't play like that. You yeah. shouldn't be the team that's doing that. Houston went in there. They got false start after false start. That crowd was a non-factor. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I just I, I now the thing that I would say Baltimore is it's not just you. Like the Chiefs have been getting away with pass interference. Hey, it's the NFL's like, team. That's the, its the baby. Season. Like let's call it how it is. And I mean, is is it um, what is it? An implicit bias? I forget the. Like, is it just subconscious that are they just giving star treatment because it's the Chiefs? Like, we we've seen that with Tom Brady got it. Mm, yeah. Anytime Tom Brady, they changed the rules of the game, right, to protect Tom well, you Brady. Saw, you saw there was a there was a point in that game too where I think at Mahomes, I don't remember exactly what it was, but he legit's on the sideline after that. I think they had to punt the ball or was turnover, mm-hmm. and he's going and he's just chatting with the ref for a few minutes. Like he has that luxury to do that. As as much as I don't like seeing that, it's like. This is the this is the new as you just said. Ooh. That's the Patriots. This is the leg the, the dynasty that is the well, Chiefs. Look, like the they're going to get calls. Is what star, I'm, star my point players is. getting calls is a thing in basketball, and yes. it's just accepted. Yes, and, and you I, can't I, smoke Mahomes like you can smoke a Brock Purdy. Yeah, or 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 you know what I'm saying? Like that's 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 just the reality. There's there's instances I can, like I can that. understand why you don't want that in the NFL. Why that's that. Would would like that of all the the stupid rules and things like that would drive me the most crazy is just the fact that oh star players get treatment but like the idea that the NFL is like hey make sure the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl I think feel like it's kind well, of stupid but yeah. the they should go and look they should go look like somebody somebody do the do the research crunch the numbers and see like how many things that they, where they should have been called and then I I bet you the Chiefs are just if they are a disproportionate amount of that then you should. Like she's won that. The, the NFL she's goes in there and, and they, they, they tell the NFL, they them. tell the officials, here's what to watch for every game, and and they should sit there and say, make sure you're not giving preferential treatment to the Chiefs. I'm I'm happy with that. Oh no, I think that we are a very lucky, lucky folks to live in a in a world where we saw greatness from Tom Brady for 20 plus years, and then there was no down slump. All of a sudden, it's Pat Mahomes, and he's going to immediately run with this torch. I it just. Greatness rules, and getting to see it year after year is always very, very fun. I used to be a Tom Brady hater, and then eventually came around when I was like, dude, the guy wins. It's awesome yeah, to watch exactly. him win. And now we get Pat I doing will never, it. I will never forgive him for denying that MAGA hat, okay? This is all your fault, Tom Brady. And if you disagree with me politically, then congratulations. He's your hero once again. Um, you knew what you were doing, and you, you, you lied about it, okay? You pulled an Aaron Rodgers immunized, not vaccinated <laughs> type deal thing, so... I will admit though, I yeah, I, 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 I like Tampa Tom. I hate you know what I hate. I hate the. I mean, <laughs> look, I hate Tampa Tom. Is fun, I hate man. Get divorced, go down to Florida. That's well, sick. Win a Super that? Bowl. Avocado, Tell yeah. your wife to keep the kids. I'm going to Florida to play ball with my boys. Going to a boat party with Gronk. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm tossing the. I'm trophy. Get hammered. Yeah. Do whatever you want with that judo. Now he's in Vegas. 
Although I will say the big the big uh, knock on Tom is they can't take Greg Olson out of that booth, dude. Greg's been killing it all. They're talking year. about putting him in there with them. The yeah, a three man booth would be weird. Just give Tom. Do you like, think the Tom's going to be good on, on the broadcast? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the guy knows what he's talking about. I don't think so. I mean, he can see the so. game you don't think the best pretty well. Player probably of all time will be good on a call. No. Not, 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 no, not, not calling a game. I think that he, well, first of all, I mean, this is this, this, Dan Orlovsky, Tom, Tony Romo. You got to suck a little bit to do it. I, Dan Orlovsky. Sorry, he's one of those no. best Dan Orlovsky, football like, analysts. And it's because he had to. He had to sit there and Tom Brady's going to be able to read the game better than anybody else because that's uh, not what he does. I think it's going to be a. I don't know, man. I'm a I like the guy. theory that it, the NFL came be. to Tony Romo and said, "You got to stop predicting these plays. You're too good at it." And that's why he's now like, "I don't know. I don't know Jim. I'm gonna have a mental yeah, meltdown talking Romo about what I'm doing sucks. on my couch." <laughs> I do not like Tony Romo anymore. Like that is just I. I don't like the, him and Jim Nance. They Got they are old. not well, buddy. You better buckle up because CBS the has the Super Bowl. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. First of all. Nickelodeon also has a Super Bowl. That'll be fun. So, okay, I'm I'm gonna go slime. Yeah, time, go Patrick Starr. That's right. That's right. I want to hear what Sp- I'd rather I'd rather hear what Patrick Starr has to say about football than Tom Brady. Wow. I just I don't think that he's an interesting person. <laughs> I don't think he's an interesting person. And I, and I think like no. Now if you put him in like a studio show or something, okay. Yeah, I, I Tom's not got the gusto for <laughs> but that. To, but to call a Tom's game too big live for in a studio action, show. Did I, did I break you, Noah? No, I'm just tired. So okay. It's not a you <laughs> thing. <laughs> you say the fact that Tom Brady would have been not interesting. It. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's I, a I, wild I throw that in the hot take category. What do you think they should do here, Tom? I would not need strawberries. Okay, thanks, Tom. Maybe. Thanks for checking in. Let's uh, break it down for us, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Well, well you see, see strawberries you see are full of uh, ant- uh, inflammatories, and you want to... I just... I don't know. I've, I've never seen Tom Brady say anything interesting. Um, He's so weird. Unless there's okay, that, you know what? Okay, that's if he gets tequila drunk before every broadcast, just go. does a couple of That'll shots. I like that, Tom. Okay. I like has to be supported by whoever that backup quarterback was or whatever it was. Uh, that that's a fun Tommy. Put that guy on TV. Then I'll watch. Uh, okay, where where was I? I forgot. There was a book remember. written. Um, a gentleman followed the uh, Patriots for a long while. I'm trying to think of. Uh, I mean, Michael Hawley was was Patriots. following a long time. Um, there was a book written about the dynasty. Um, of the Patriots, mm-hmm. uh, and in it they talk about Tom Brady when he wins his first Super Bowl. Uh, he picks up a teammate and then he's playing Ram Jam's Black Betty, and he looks at the guy and he goes, "I'm a millionaire." And the guy goes, "Yeah, Tom." And he goes, "No, I'm a millionaire." <laughs> Tom Brady's a weird dude. He's a weird cap, dude. Uh, that documentary kisses his kid on the lips. That's where Sorry. he gets his power. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's the fastest mm. way to get adrenochrome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why I'm going to vote twice. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. But look, look, I have no doubt that Tom Brady is probably a fun hang behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I'm saying when he gets in front of a camera, he just has that weird look in his eye. And, and, and I do think it's odd they're going to let him call smile. games and he's going to be a part owner of one of the teams, though. No, they're not. He, that, ain't, that ain't going through. You don't. I, he I'm pretty sure money. he's already in at the Raiders. I thought he's already no, in at the Raiders. No, because the, the, no, 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 no. The Raiders have said we will have Tom Brady be an owner, and then the NFL was like, "Bro, you got to actually come up with the cash, the money." Because he was, they were trying to give him like a low ball. Like you have to have a certain amount of money to get a stake, and he was, he was well below that. I might be wrong. It's possible. It was confirmed 10%. that Brady is getting ten percent of the team in the purchase. However, according to the Boston, tell Globe, me what's gone through. The committee wants to make sure it is for a fair price. There you go. This See? was October twentieth of twenty twenty three. 
Yeah, find, find me where it says Tom Brady, owner of the Raiders. That's well, right now. You can't, you can't do it. You can't do it. Okay. Hey, you owned them back in 2001, man. No. I'll tell you that. No. That's Man, that's crazy. The tuck rule started all of this. Mm-hmm. Still can't believe that. All that's right. how we got RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, I had more points <laughs> on... Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs and Tom Brady. I, I can't remember what it was now. Oh, was it? Are you ruined for? I don't. I don't know. Uh, guess we'll have to come back and just talk about Taylor Swift. How about that? Do you care? When we return, three guys Ooh, on sports. I got a goodie. Good. Everybody at home, clap your hands. Three guys on sports. One zero two seven ESPN Radio. Nick, Noah, and Sawyer. Yeah, I'll you. tell you, them old folks at that Doobie Brothers concert cannot keep a beat. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, everyone no, clapping along. Yeah. I was like, oh, we are Got all over the place here. <laughs> Is there a delay on all these hearing aids? <laughs> delay on the game and the hearing aids. Well, look, it's it's tough when you're dragging a colostomy. Oh, that's what that smell was. <laughs> I kept trying to give. <laughs> roommate had something in his pocket. I was like, "Come on, break it out, break it out. Come on, let's uh, let's fuck it up." And he goes, "We might kill someone around us if they breathe in smoke." <laughs> no, at the Doobie uh, Brothers, they they've been conditioned. Yeah, there. it's the name. Uh, all right, I do want to do some do you care, but first, when every time you guys call in eight three four one zero two seven, we handle that first yep, because we, we respect take those our calls. callers. So I got Adam on the line. Wants to talk about the Lions' uh, loss. What's going on, Adam? Uh, guys, I uh, I love what you guys have had to say about the Lions so far. Uh, you know, the first thing I want to throw out there is, uh, you know, you guys used the term at the beginning of your show that you guys said the Lions collapsed. Um, I think a better term would be to say that they squandered the game. Mm. Uh, I think they squandered a perfect opportunity to go to the Super Bowl. Um, you know, and I love that you guys talked about the individual plays. You know, you talked about some drops, mm-hmm. some fumbles things that could have gone which way or another but you know i think the reality is i think the, a lot of people just don't realize this lions roster is not truly that talented you know look at some of the guys that we played yesterday we had kindle Ven- veldor yeah, right step in for us who was signed to the active squad back in november yep. we had a backup tight end playing for us who was signed in december we just played james houston who hasn't been active since like week two or three yeah. filling in on the opposite side of hutch you know, I think a lot of Lions fans realize that, you know, this roster isn't truly talented to compete with a franchise as good as what the Niners are. You know, this is a team who's been around for several oh, years yeah. trying to get to that Super Bowl, you know, spot that they can be. And unfortunately, that was just the reality of it. We just don't have the talent to compete with some of these teams, you know. That's why Gam- Dan Gamble mm-hmm. goes for it all the time because he knows we, can- we need extra possessions. Yeah. Our roster is just truly not that talented. Now, I think moving forward as a Lions fan, I'm very happy with what we have moving forward. Yes. You know, but Agreed. that's going to be the key to, you know, Brad Holmes is, hey, are you going to be able to do something Detroit teams haven't really done in the past and that's actually signed valuable free agents? Right. You know, so I wanted to get you guys' thoughts on that and see, you know, did the Lions actually have enough to truly compete in a game like that? Yeah. No, I appreciate the call. Appreciate it, Adam. Um I'm with you there. I mean, he, he makes great points as to the fact is this is a really young team. We've drafted really well as a, yeah. as a franchise, which is great because there's actually a culture built with uh, Brad Holmes and what he's doing. But he's got a good point, man. Like, we signed Zach Ertz. He was inactive. We got guys that are playing like Vendor. I, I don't even know where. I think he went to Georgia Southern. Mm-hmm. That can't be your CB2 in a game like this where you're trying to expect to beat Debo Samuel, Ayuk. And yeah, Kittle. Lions. Kittle. Thank you. The, the list goes on, right? And yeah. I tell you those five all pros. You watch it. You got a lead, but uh, they're gonna get you. Right. <laughs> That's the whole no. thing. Is I'm gonna get you. And that defense had to 
Aaron Glenn did a good job this year of managing that defense, but in all reality, that is still a young, not that experienced team. Yeah. And it has only a few guys that are really getting to the quarterback. So, and, th- and when they're blitzing, they're going to get leave people open. That's the issue with the whole team this year is they're going to score, and that's why Dan Campbell, to Adam's point there, is why he says, hey, we have to score more points. That's how we're going to have to win this game. We can't just rely on, oh, we'll kick a field goal. No, they're going to score on you. You have mm. Christian McCaffrey. You have, like you said, Kittle. I do have one good uh, point here to add on to what he said, and I was going to say it's kind of for your care, but I'll say it now. Uh, the Final Four teams, uh, cap space going into next yeah. year. I mean, honestly, we're probably not going to get to do you care today, That's which fine. is fine. Whatever, this is yeah. the right choice, so don't Det- worry about Detroit, that. Detroit, so of the four teams left, Detroit has $61 million. Uh-huh. A lot of decent amount. Kansas That's City, good. 24.8, which really isn't that bad. It's not that bad. That's no Chris Jones, though. Right. No Chris Jones. It's true. Baltimore, 5.6 5. 6 million. And then San Francisco, they, like I said, they've been spending a lot of cash as they... Yeah. But that's, they've gotten to, the, again, to Adam's point, they're a team that's been good for how many years? Yeah, it's a different team. It's a different Five quarterback. Years now. It's been on half a decade. So they've been the top of the NFC, and they're at $1.3 in cap. I think Detroit, at least with this year, silver lining is... It's at least now a place where a free agent wanted to go, eh, I can actually do Detroit. It's yeah. not a sexy city to live in. It's a culture that you have to get behind. And yeah, Dan Campbell, Dan Gamble as we call him, he's a guy that these like guys still like playing for. Well, so. that, that's the biggest thing of why I, I would sit there and say that you know the future is is bright right. is for the Lions, is that Dan Campbell's a guy like Lakes. Yeah, the, the whole reason they're in there is, is I attribute just to the his ability to get all of these guys to care for one another, to play for each other, to everybody's doing like, and you you saw what they that that's what they did to the 49ers. and the like they he just got them ready for this game yep. where they, they were ready to run through a brick wall, bit bite off kneecaps, their kneecap. yeah, off kneecap, yep. yeah. Unfortunately, they were able to to crawl, but and when you look at both of the teams that lost yesterday, and you talk about cap space, the free agents that the Ravens are losing are far more significant than anyone on the Lions for the most part. Sure, you're losing. There's a guard, Jonah Jackson, that'll be good. Chauncey Gardner and Johnson, you're even saying you may not want to bring back. I don't really want to deal with that. And then Josh Reynolds. I mean, other than that, there's yeah, that's fine. I mean, the the Ravens are going to lose Patrick Queen, Justin Mabduke, Odell Beckham. I mean, Jadavion Clowney, Kyle Van Noy. I mean, Ronald Darby. There's guys you keep going. J.K. Dobbs. I mean, the list goes on and on with. And what are they going to do winning. without J.K. Dobbins in Baltimore? <laughs> I ruin know. another. Ruin another. What? I'm, what could they have done with J.K. Dobbins in Baltimore? A question that uh, we'll never enough, get to answer. Exactly. Look, uh, the one thing with the Ravens is that I, even if they are probably going to lose a, a lot of those guys, I trust them. They have shown that they have the ability to keep, to, to reload. I mean, they've been one of the top teams. Yeah. Honestly, with the Ravens, yeah, until Joey B comes to town and has something to say about right. it. That's fair. Joe, Joe Burrow. Yeah. All right. Well, when he does that, I'll worry about it. Mm-hmm. My point is, is that look, he, they, maybe they don't get back to, they don't ever went to the Super Bowl. Maybe Lamar Jackson never gets back to the AFC Championship. I don't know, man. Well, that's not good. Happen, but I mean, we were saying, talking I, about I, I how trust, good they are and the best team, and I was one to look, say that too. The this this was the year for both the Ravens and the Lions. The way things everything fell with other teams with them, but like for the Ravens, they were finally healthy. They yeah. finally like they they have been this good for a long time, but they were like they. They always have the, the all their in, their IR list is huge. It's incredible. And this year it was J.K. Dobbins and Mark Andrews. And other than that, they were able. So I, I don't know. I, I trust Baltimore's front office to be able to to address all these issues mm-hmm. with the salary cap and replacing players. You have to pay a guy like Isaiah Likely pretty soon too. Yeah, uh, well, you have to play Keaton Mitchell. That guy was great for you. Look, if you're worried about paying your backup tight end, I'm not worried about that. Well, Mark Andrews ain't gonna be young forever. Be young well, forever. I'm, I'm saying. But, uh, and we showed how valuable he was. But yeah, who who knew who Isaiah likely was before 
this year. Mm, fantasy football players. I know, but I'm just saying, like, 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 okay, so they when they found a really good tight end, they can do it again. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. I believe that their organization will figure it. They will. If they, it's if probably they, if they it's can't a pay Isaiah likely, sure, yes. they'll find somebody to to replace him. All that's you know, great, like that's, and all that's good. Uh, I agree with you, Nick. But also, it comes down to this, and I'm a huge Lamar fan. But like, what happened? With him and that team and the way it was coached and how he didn't run the ball and they just they didn't look prepared at all. I mean they, they it felt like they came out like oh we're gonna win this game for sure. I mean that was, that was the mentality. It's like well you're playing the Chiefs. You're, you're playing legit oh, the I mean, kings of football. I don't think that they'll. So, I mean I'm talking about that they will be able to feel they will continue to be the Ravens. Whatever you think of the Ravens, the past couple of seasons. I mean I'm I'm going back as far as the Ray Lewis Super Bowl right. and like all the, ever the since they existed they've ever. been really a solid franchise. Yes. Right. They so have they will do in, that now. Will, will they continue to choke in the playoffs? I don't. I got a crystal ball, but right. I'm gonna say this. I told you this. I'm never betting against Patrick Mahomes again. I nope. So as long as Patrick Mahomes still plays in the same right. conference as Baltimore, and, and, he ain't winning the Super Bowl. And, and when he it did, ain't gonna happen. Well, and then also to Sawyer's point there, like yeah, you got Joe Burrow who's. Joe Burrow is, if not better, if as good as Lamar Jackson in his own way. I mean, that man is mm-hmm. a baller. Who's he, he's a guy year, that he, what, two he, he they has, took him to the Super Bowl. Yeah, he has the talent. After missing and him in his first season, he has the talent and the mentality to go toe to toe with Patrick. He's a Mahomes. winner. He's a winner. Yeah, absolute yeah. winner. Joe, if if anybody, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Pat, uh, uh, can't forget uh, Joe Burrow. I'm picking Joe Burrow to go toe to toe. Giving you there too with yep, that. I but agree. I'm, I'm um, now I will say about Joe Burrow is that he's had two good years. And two years where he was hurt, right? Yeah, essentially, yes. I mean, his rookie year, he went to the Super Bowl. But when he's healthy, he is the top two, if not. Yeah, sure, fine. But right now, he, he he's healthy half the time. In my in my in my no, right. rough yeah. guesstimation, is Lamar not? Lamar also has dealt with injury issues. There's the first oh, year I mean, that I'm the just, Ravens I'm, I'm haven't ta- really dealt with Joe injuries. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, every, I can talk about everybody being hurt except for Josh Allen and Mahomes. But uh, no, just that, that's anyway. Um, Long way to get to the Lions and their chances. I mean, it, it the window is perhaps closing quicker or not as big for the Lions, I think. As weird as that sounds, just because uh, the 49ers are still going to be, I, I, you know. Well, they got to pay people. They got to pay. Look, they're, 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 pay. this might be win and, and then break yeah. up the team. Right. But I mean, they've been building this for years. You have, but with Brock Purdy, he's still going to be cheap. Um, and If they go in that direction, yes. They're... It might go Kirk Cousins. Why? Why? What's What's wrong with no, that? No, no, they will not. I promise you, right now, whatever bet you want to make, the 49ers do not replace Brock Purdy with Kirk. If Cousins. He looks like a fool in the Super Bowl. You don't think uh, they'd say he's hey, under, no? Move on. If I don't he's think they contract, will. It's kind of hard. I mean, they've got a absolute cap gem there. First of all, because I do subscribe to the theory that Kyle Shanahan does not want a star quarterback. He wants all of the praise. He wants the credit for this. Look what I did with the last pick in the draft. That is what gets his shorts tight for Kyle Shanahan. Okay, that's his down. That's gonna be his downfall as well. So no, there's no way that no, no. I whatever bet you want, no, we'll figure it out, hash it out. I'm just saying, uh, I'm throwing it out there. I don't think it's as impossible as you're thinking. Yeah, money situation wise, but what if Brock Purdy looks like a fool against the Kansas City Chiefs? Then he still has half a million dollars, and you keep him, and you figure it out. You say I'm Kyle Shanahan. But how many I can years of this? So you because Shanahan is yet to still win a Super Bowl. Like and you got to make the push. I don't know. It's still something that should be thrown out. Uh, okay, look, I mean, sure, fine. I mean, <laughs> Tom Brady could come back. Uh, Tom Brady is more likely to coach the, the, the quarterback, the 49ers, than Kirk Cousins. I will put that as well, whatever you guys want to do. All right, the point is, is the lines is that they have to deal with, with Kyle Shanahan, the 49ers. That's a good organization, good coach. They're not going anywhere anytime soon, whether or not they have to reload and replace these guys. Uh, the Eagles, presumably, will get fixed. 
whether it's by Nick Sirianni or not, I still like Howie Roseman. And like that, that's going to be a tough team. Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. even going to mention the Cowboys because that's who cares about the Cowboys. But from division, Green Bay, and and if 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 the Vikings do find a replacement in the draft for Kirk Cousins, I mean those are going to be that's that's two teams that I'm not saying they, that the Lions have no shot, but like it's not as easy as it was this year when Kirk Cousins gets hurt and Jordan Love is figuring out how to play football. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh yeah, our division's gone from being really not great to I'm trying to think if there's any other there's young good teams team. worth mentioning. I mean, the, the, NFC the South? NFC no, East is not no, the no. NFC beast as it used to be, so that's good news for your Cowboys fans. Seattle, maybe no. Seattle's no, got to no. figure it out. Oh, Rams, so. the Rams, Sean McVay. As long as as long as Sean McVay is in uh, is in Los Angeles, yeah, Wait. playoffs in a meaningful game. Yeah, yeah, sure. So. And they lost their defensive coordinator and passing game coordinator. He gone. He's going to coach the Atlanta Falcons. Remind me, what was the mistake that Sean was it? Was it not going for it against the Lions? I feel like that was uh, the... They punted the ball to us. Yeah, yeah they thought the defense weird. could handle yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, oh and let's then Goff play made it some plays. and kick the field goal. Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it doesn't work. Anyway. It was a fourth and 13, I think, though. <laughs> it was. I, would, <laughs> I probably would have kicked it, too. That's a lot of bickering there, and I, I, I imagine that we will continue to do so when we return. Three guys on sports. You guys weigh in, 834-1027. Feel free. We'll be right back. Three guys on sports, Nick, Noah, and Sawyer, as well as you, 834-1027. That's the phone number to call or text into the show. Our guy, Northside Dave, does so, and he says, if you didn't catch what I said earlier on the phone, I said, Kyle Shanahan, lifetime Longhorn. Mm, that's what you're saying. Uh over an Aggie that he likes uh, Kyle Shan and yeah sure I mean again I am not saying this with any kind of conviction I, is Kyle Shanahan a lifetime Longhorn does he rep UT does he do a hook'em I don't know I've never seen it I don't know I don't think that he does I don't think that he does but if I'm wrong feel free to let me know uh, let's see here Sandy says 36 year old cousins coming off an Achilles injury with a career one in four playoff record that's not going to happen Kyle is enjoying the same formula his father had after Elway's retirement. Plugging in running back after running back, getting 1,000 yards. A steady quarterback is hard to find, especially as cheap as Brock is right now. Whatever we, um, What were all the Brady lovers saying during his first championship run? I'd love to revisit their takes. Yeah, the pricing is its too much of a bang for your buck, whatever Mm -hmm. he's making. Dude's barely paying rent in San Francisco. Yeah, And he's doing the job, no. That's fair. I'm just saying if something happens. Oh, Kirk Cousins to, to Atlanta? Oh, He's going to go somewhere, and he wants a lot of cash. So that's the issue. Uh, our resident Niners fan says everyone, everyone needs to stop knocking Brock Purdy. He beat the Lions, Packers, yeah. Cowboys, Eagles. Like, what else he need to do before I realize he's a top 10 quarterback? I'd, wage, I'd take a wager for the Super Bowl. Uh, I mean, like, I, I guess I'll do that, uh, Niners. Because I said, I'm not betting ever against the Chiefs. And that that's what he has to do. That's what you have to do. He's got to go out there and outplay Patrick Mahomes. And if you not do easy. that, then only one man's done it. Yeah. Yep. And he doesn't play anymore. And he does not. And he's got to right. When the world needed him most, yeah. he disappeared. Yep. No, yeah, Brock Purdy's, you know, the, all the conversation about it, he's, he's doing just a fine job out there. There's nothing to complain about. He wins games. That's all he can ask for. Yeah. Like said, you don't have to be Patrick Mahomes to win, but to go beat Patrick Mahomes is going to be very tough. That's all. I mean, yeah, just you can. I mean, also, you beat the Cowboys. Oh, no. And the NFC, oh, yeah, oh. and the NFC is just compared to the AFC, it's just a different ball game. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm not trying to discredit the NFC, but it's just not, there's not a Brock Purdy, I'm sorry, would not work as well 
in in, in, in the AFC. But it doesn't matter because the team's so good around them. So they win. It doesn't matter. I mean, look in the NFC, you can have a team where your quarterback is is not the star. Well, the two quarterbacks that were in the championship, it was you know, Goff who had a good year, yes, yeah, but, Brock Purdy and Brock Purdy. And you go but, even but not, further not, back, not the, you got Jordan Love and right. Baker Mayfield, right? Yeah. Exactly. Those, these guys are not leading the team, you know, not, and like you do have to have that because you're going right. against Patrick Mahomes in the in the in the East. There, uh, another texter chimes in and says that the Lions also have to play a number one schedule next season. Not, about see, whether I, the Lions, I can, get all can that. Like, all people that. are concerned yeah. about that. I mean, they played a second place schedule last year, so it's like, all right, like I, I don't know. They, they got to go win games. They got to go down to Houston. They got to go again to Dallas. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're playing the big dogs now. That's that's yeah. uh, that's the level they're at. So that doesn't. It's gonna be I tough, mean, look, but I, I think that they have done an excellent job drafting the last three years, and I don't see why that would not continue. And, right. and, and if you add to the fact <clears throat> of like people wanting to go play for a contender, yes, I, like I like, and again, just I, I like Dan Campbell as a coach. I'm sad we that do. we don't get that, yeah. that we can't sit there and say that the caveman coach who wants to bite kneecaps and all the other stuff. He, this is a learning he could, experience. He couldn't beat Kyle Shanahan. Right. He won two. He's two and one in playoff appearances. Okay. What did he? What did he learn from this? Well, I only probably, probably need to kick a field goal. I don't, I don't think he did. Kicker. I don't think he did. I don't think he learned that You don't that think he's going to wake up at night thinking on this one? You think he's going to stick to the same game plan and have the same kicker next year? I don't. That's all right. I it's mean, an not experience ha- I thing. Like, I, I love having Dan Campbell as our coach. No, but I, I think, I think he's going to be agreeing gonna... with his decision or not. But the reality is, as your point just said, we have our first-round pick. We have our second-round pick. We got Minnesota's third-round pick and our own third-round pick. And look at all the guys we've drafted. Uh, Brad Holmes is doing a pretty good job, even though yeah. people want to give him crap before yeah. realizing, oh, yeah, Jameer Gibbs is pretty good. Oh, Laporte is actually really good, too. Brian Branch, he's not bad. So, I mean, yeah. incredible opportunity to, to, to fill in the, the gaps. Right. And, and you, Just go you, focus you on that defense, man. I think the yeah. offense is fine. Just go focus on the defense. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's secondary, really. It's not even... The, your Line front seven is great. Are, eh. yeah. Front seven played pretty good. Pretty good. They bottled up McCaffrey for that first half pretty well. Yeah. And then and just, and just again, I, I feel like Dan Campbell and just his toughness elevates everything. Yes, like, like that, that. That no, I totally agree. Yeah, it, it gets you all, all all ramble. It's like um, in the replacements when Gene Hackman and and yeah. uh, Danny Bateman, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. John Favreau, and he's like, go get the ball, go to the ball, go to the ball. He goes up there, and just like takes yeah. his head, like that, like that's that's the line. That's Dan Campbell hyping yeah, up the line. You know who isn't a believable coach though? We to to get ready for the games on Mike Sunday. McCarthy. My roommate and I. This guy's kind of like Mike McCarthy, I guess. Watched any given Sunday the uh, oh, Oliver yeah. Stone football movie. Yeah. Al Pacino. It's just Al Pacino. That speech and it's like, is so good. That, is. that speech is so good. That one I, is good when he gives that. Will the, 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 the rest, rest of, of the game you watch and he's like, you know, you're, you're back in the street. You see the butte, go to the butte, throw the ball. <laughs> it's just like, what are you talking about, Al? <laughs> you know what, though? But that, that was in Miami. I can see kind of Al Pacino as a Miami type coach. I mean, look uh, at Mike McDaniel. It was like the Sharks or something weird like yeah, that. No, Mike McDaniel has a swagger to him. Uh, Al Pacino just, saying, like, is like, a crazy not, that's not man. A, like, that's not a traditional. It's like the guy that was the cop in Heat just wound up going from peewee football to coaching a whatever they call it, the UFA or something yeah. like that. But like seeing like Bill Belichick or Mike McCarthy or somebody like just coaching and like putting Dan Campbell in Miami doesn't work. You need a guy who's kind of like, who feels the same vibe as the city. You know? yeah. I, I Cocaine. I mean, but again, look, the, me. the movie where a guy <laughs> yeah, loses was an eye. <laughs> you guys have Coughlin's. Uh, the, the, the movie where a guy loses an eye on the football field is not realistic? What? what? I love when James Woods, what? <laughs> what's his name? Um, the quarterback gets broken in half. He goes, all right, the cameras are off you. You can stand up now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> James Woods such an ass. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, okay, and then uh, Michael North Austin, one last text here, says, I agree the question is still out on Burrow. I don't think he's as automatic as Sawyer's making him sound, especially with that trash O-line that is going to get him destroyed every season. Look, I think that the question is... I think the question is answered on Joe Burrow. He is very good when he is healthy. If we saw that guy start a season healthy too and his team didn't have to play catch up, like they looked awful, not this year, but last year. They looked awful at the start well, of this year. Wasn't that the year that they went to the, the Super Bowl? Yeah, and they go all the way to the Super Bowl. I mean, they, they make it all the way to away. the AFC Championship yeah. last year. Yeah, no. When he's healthy, but until then, but if he's not, and then he... That's a terrifying prospect. I'm not going to say that he's injury prone because I don't I don't necessarily believe in that, but I just like, you know, like, yeah, he, he, he can get injured when you hit him. So, mm-hmm. yeah. all right. He's pretty good, though. And then Northside Dave on Kyle Shanahan. i got to look forward to two weeks of Kyle Shanahan. Rod Babers played with Kyle and always said he's a lifetime Longhorn. I mean, everybody's a lifetime Longhorn to Rod Babers. I'm even a lifetime Longhorn. I, even no, I think he actually had got to play. I think he actually uh, had to play, but just I don't know. I don't know. Just just show just show me where Kyle Shanahan is. Like, yeah, that was a good win. Hook him, or he's you know repping. Just tell me where he's repping the Longhorns. Does he does he ever has he ever worn the uh, uh, Austin hat? Reeves? Austin Reeves, a uh, former A and M player, lost a bet to Jackson Hayes over a UT game, and Reeves was spotted on the uh, Lakers jet in all uh, Longhorns gear. So come on, Kyle, what's keeping you? Austin Reeves can do it. All right, Um, Austin Reeves. He went to Oklahoma too, right? Oh, it's Oklahoma. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. It's Oklahoma, not A and M. That's all right. Here, do you guys want to do some? Let's do some quick. I mean, some of those white guys, (laughs) guys that were good on the Lakers at one point. So, yeah, 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 guys that were good on the Lakers at one point and definitely are going to get traded away and then be good somewhere else. All right. Since you brought up the NBA here, Sawyer, I will go first and I will sit here and say Luka Doncic over the weekend dropped seventy. Yeah, he's the tenth. The tenth player in NBA history to hit seventy points. That's nuts. Do you care? That's, I mean, in the era that we're in, Bill Simmons called it like a week ago with all the, there was a huge scoring influx over the last two weeks. Guys putting up 50 to 60 points at will. It was after I mean, Joel became Joel the ninth. Did, yeah. yeah, Joel dropped 70. And then, and then, uh, oh, no, it was, it was, uh, Carl Anthony Towns at 62. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, that's very cool. Good for Luca joining that elite club. But I think we're going to start talking away that we talk about 70 points we're going to soon be talking about that with 80 points these guys See, are going to do someone's going to do it yeah uh and yeah they were talking about luca going for kobe's 83 mm-hmm. and everything like that like yeah like uh, the 70 is still impressive 70 is impressive but 70 oh, yeah. is the new 50 in my mind it feels like yeah like, at least or si- 60 60 is a thing that I'm like like score 60 points okay fine i can i can go yeah. there and rattle off a bunch of guys like i said points. yesterday devin booker put up 44 and it feels like that's like a regular occurrence yeah exactly yeah. when kobe put that up to 83 that was a different time. Very Defense was way different. That was like what, three point shooting. That's was like what legit it was now. putting up a hundred today. But that's no, what that so, seventy is, is impressive. I mean, again, it's now uh, none of this is impressive when you consider that Wilt has a hundred. I don't want to yeah. be the guy that brings up Wilt Chamberlain. I don't think anybody can ever do Wilt that again. Also has eighty, but or has a seventy game too. But like, like when when that when that's the ultimate is the hundred. That that's the the pinnacle. That's the brass mm-hmm. ring is a hundred point game. Like seventy. Well, then, you know. It must be in school. It's like, hey, I got a 70 on my test. It's like, well, you know you can get 100, right? Like, yeah. that's, that's, that's sort of... But 70's good. You passed. Congratulations, especially if you're a little dumb. Um, She's good degrees, I'm, baby. I'm glad you brought up the Bill Simmons thing. Because, I, look, I don't like Bill Simmons. I don't like him either, but I love listening to him for some reason. He's the most hateful man. See, that's man. the thing. It's I hate crazy. his voice. And I know a lot of you out there is like, uh, Nick, you should not be... Nick, what? I mean, I don't see what the problem is here. Nick, I mean, come on. 
You know what it was though? I saw. Why did I bet him Edmund Combs? <laughs> I saw him on an episode of PTI. Okay. And he was doing this thing where he kept calling Tony Kornheiser Uncle Tony, ah, and just in the Bill Simmons voice, like, like Uncle Tony, Uncle Tony, I, I like get that. to talk sports with you today. I'm so excited, Uncle Tony. <laughs> I was like, that's weird, dude. Yeah. That is Tom Brady kissing his kid on the lips. Weird. Uh, like, I don't this weird Uncle Tony. Like, no, no, I don't like. So that's why I don't like Bill Simmons. But uh, so perhaps this is 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 shaded and whatever uh, is the right word to put there. Um, but. The Bill Simmons predictions, because I saw that the people were giving him credit for this, which the fact that it happened, uh, I believe had the Joel Embiid was on the 23rd, or that's when he called it. Yeah. And it just happened. But like also, like if you if I had to make you pick a guy who was going to go for 70, huh? Luka is the number one seed, right? Mm, Steph Curry. Yeah. What is, what is Steph's highest output? Probably somewhere in the 60s, I, I, I got to imagine. I mean, I guess, I guess Steph Curry... He's the three-point ability. Yeah. Because he's kind of all that team has left at this Man, moment. That's my do you care. Oh, apologies. No, it's all good. No, they had but a like, great game like, on But Saturday. like Luca, like he goes, he's a guy who is known for his scoring. All dominant. 62 points in 2021 when they played the Portland Trailblazers. Okay. Steph Curry's high. Mm-hmm. Uh, just I would have said a couple <clears throat> seasons ago there's too many mouths to feed for Steph Curry yeah, to get like a certain game. Yeah. But there's not in, in with the Mavericks. In the current. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, I guess Kyrie. Kyrie. Like, like, Kyrie's so like, a guy that could go off for seventy two. I mean, he we almost can, did against Orlando. One two seven. If you had to pick a guy to go seventy next, who would it be? I'm kind of curious. But like Luca would have been my number. Like, uh, like that seems like really yeah cherry picking or easy low hanging fruit or something. One of these big guys, a Wimby, could do it one day. Um, because we saw the way Joel did it. I mean, especially with these yeah. huge guys that can dominate the paint and shoot from beyond the arc. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Chet. They, they were also giving Bill Simmons credit for predicting that the. Uh, uh, the son's ownership was going to change. Like, wow, Bill Simmons is really good at predicting. Bill Simmons is one of the most plugged in guys to what's going on in the NBA. Don't talk to me about ownership changes. Also on his podcast, let let slip he's in Illinois. He's voting on the area, put a bet in on the MVP and then walked away and goes, I mean, no, I didn't. I I, I vote on the MVP. It's like, "Uh uh-oh, buddy. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. Walk that back. All right, uh, here, since you, I mentioned your Steph Curry once. Oh, yeah. So there was an incredible game Saturday night, double OT, between the Warriors and Lakers. Lakers get the win, 144 to 143. Uh, after the game, Steve Kerr uh, comes to the podium and goes, I might comment on the free throws, but my mom is here, so I want to be on my best behavior. <laughs> he goes, the Warriors were defeated 145 to 144, sorry, in double overtime. He goes, so I'm not going to comment on their 43 free throws to our 16. I'm not going to comment on Steph shooting three free throws in yeah. 43 minutes. Kind of sounds like you commented on it, Steve, but what I a like, fun yeah. way to go about it. Yeah. I mean, what a fix. Uh, my roommate, said, I don't think I'm going to get fine. Like, I think you might. Yeah. I, that was an incredible game. It was very, very good. Uh, my roommate's girlfriend was in San Francisco, and he got her tickets for for Christmas, and she got to see it in person. Just Steph hitting incredible shots. Clay was on fire. LeBron refused to let his team win. D'Angelo Russell's the ultimate, no, 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 okay, that went in yeah. guy now. And just absolutely electric Saturday night. Man, I feel bad for Lakers fans because I saw that they might try to add Kyle Lowry if he gets bought out. Unless that howdy happened this weekend. I was like, like you guys are just keep adding these dudes who are done. Toasted. Done. And then they let guys walk. That would have been great. Dennis Schroeder on the team. KCP. Yeah. Yeah. I think even Kyle Kuzma would be helpful to this team. Yeah. 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 Anybody who's they let, not They let West Caruso Brody. walk and they're like, how do we get him back? <laughs> And now they're all hating on Austin Reeves after he gets his contract. That boy's mm-hmm. going to end up in a trade in two years, and it'll be great somewhere. And they'll be like, "Damn, I think we went a little too soon." They should have played. They should have played that game for uh, Chris Paul when it when it gets Chris Paul. Yeah. 
The uh, banana boat. Did, the did, last did, member. Did, did they get screwed by the refs? Did you watch that game? I didn't really. I mean, when one team gets 43 free throw attempts and the other team only gets 17, I think it's a bit of a disparage. Go ask a security guard, Chris. He'll let you know how he feels about it, I just, too. I, I know, but it's like, like, I, if it was anybody else, I forget who it was. Was it the, oh, the Raptors coach mm-hmm. early in the season that lost his mind about the, was that the Lakers free, as well, yeah. I think, yeah? Sketchy Barnes? Yeah. He's the best player in the league? Yeah. What he was doing yeah. there. <laughs> Um, yeah, that I believe. When, it, when it's the Scotty Golden State Barnes. Warriors crying, we can't get calls from the refs. At, at home, too. Come on, man. Like, yeah. who, who cares, man? Sorry. Sorry you had to go one game where you weren't the Golden State. There was child. one, too. It was very bad. Officiating in the NBA is having a tough time right now. In Carl Anthony Towns' 62-point game, they found 14 missed calls at the end of that game. Well, look, the, the players are too quick, too big, too strong, too right. fast. Yeah, you can't, you're you not can't get do them it with the naked eye, okay? You're uh-huh. not going to do it. And And... So that that I think is the biggest thing. Expand the court. Yeah, my solution there. Yeah. Um, no, do you have a do you care? Yeah, I was just going to talk. We touched on it a little bit, but I want to bring it up again, especially for Cowboys fans out there. How do you feel, Kellen Moore, going to the Eagles as their offensive coordinator? Do you care about Kellen Moore going back uh, into the NFC East? I mean, I wouldn't I, be afraid of it. And they got Vic, uh, Vic, Vic Fangio. Vic Fangio is going to be their defensive coordinator as well. So he's going to run a defense into the ground. Here, what, what, are, what are our thoughts on Nick Sirianni? Because when he came into the league, oh, yeah, he had that weird press conference. Everybody laughed at him. Right. And then they went to the Super Bowl. And it was like, oh, maybe he is good. And then it turns out, oh, no, just he had really good coordinators. And he can't do it by himself. It's so like, are we back to Nick Sirianni right. as a joke? No, and the guy's so like, yeah, fake shirt. As, I don't care who I they hire. So. I, think, I, don't, I don't think he's a great coach but I, I, I it's hard for me to tell it's did he lose the locker room is what I'm more concerned about because they have the players but all the there. quotes from the players made it seem like they he didn't lose the locker room yeah. I love how fast John Harbour is it John Jim 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 Chargers, I always my Harbour Jim Jim gets to town he goes yeah, Kellen, uh, you better learn uh, how to order from a Wawa, buddy. You're out of here. <laughs> <laughs> just gets in and immediately cleans the house. Well, I mean he's I, I I don't know if he fired Kellen. He's like, hey, I can't I'm, believe he I'm, was I'm out the there. guys calling the plays. Go, go, go! Find another. I can't job. believe they let him at that game to watch his brother and sit on the Chiefs sideline and get that. all those get all those calls for next right. season. Oh, already, immediately, already immediately. scouting the Chiefs. They brought Jesse Minter, the brain counter stallions to the Chargers. <laughs> okay. I'm glad you brought up. I saw a uh, suspicious guy in the uh, yeah. stands. So okay, two things. Yeah, central uh, here. Do you think that Jim Harbaugh was secretly glad that John lost? Oh yeah. Because you know, oh, no like, question. Now, now he gets he no gets, question. He's like, oh, what happened? I, mean, I, I won you, a championship this yeah, year. Yeah, hundred percent. And it, I'm just, dad's favorite. Right. That's just brother <laughs> on brother. You know, that's some brother on brother crime. You you I listen mean, look, to hey, their interviews. They they're happy for each other when they win. And obviously, I think John was very happy that Jim finally you know finally got, got his one. championship. Yeah. But yeah, and no. Jim even said he's like, I don't have well, to but sit but at John, the John was happy because he had his Super right. Bowl. Jim's going to go. Like, oh, now Jim's going, and then John loses, and Jim is like, I don't think he's that mad. I can't wait for Thanksgiving. Yes. Where I can just sit there yes. and bring the trophy yes. as my guest. Yeah. yeah. And he's the big one this year. Um, 100%. In a yeah. sick way. I'm sure he wasn't the most happy, but he's like, in the back of my mind, there's a little bit of. Eh. Was he? Also, okay, look. Damn, I got to play that guy twice a year. <laughs> Looking at Pat. Yep. If true. somebody was going too. to alert the Chiefs to all how to beat the Ravens defense, Jim is uniquely positioned there. Yeah, he, he liquored his brother up after that title and was like, give me the secrets on how to stop well, Lamar. I mean, that, he already yeah. did and that. it's that called to, to a second-round playoff game. Yes, yeah, sir. <laughs> all right. Um, 
But you mentioned Jesse Minter, defensive yep. coordinator for DC. the uh, Wolverines, is going with him to the Chargers. And they got their strength and conditioning coach, who's been, I guess, one of the best in the all the college mustache football. Or no. Okay. You know, guy. the other thing the Chargers got going for him is there's like a theory that because they are tenants in the Rams building that they yeah. have to split, the LA, uh, the Rams allowed them in there. Allegedly, they pay a dollar a year to be there. So they don't have any overhead cost of maintenance or anything like this. So they took all that money and put it into the state-of-the-art training facility that the Chargers are going to mm. have in L.A. now. Huh. Wow. It's supposed to be the most like advanced I mean, they're still, thing. They're, they're building that stadium in Inglewood, right? I, I didn't know if they were. Uh, I they were in- no, as far as I know, there aren't any significant plans to leave SoFi Stadium. Oh, excuse me. Hey, hang on. Okay. What's being built in Inglewood not, is not the important. Clippers Stadium. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Not important stadium talk here at this point, Jackson. But I do want to mention the Jesse Minter thing. Uh, not only because does that affect Michigan? Who cares? I don't know. I guess I guess, I guess it is good for the Longhorns. We're playing them. Wasn't um, Mentor the guy that you wanted to become the head coach there, or who was it that you said you wanted to become the new head coach? I wanted Sharon Moore. Okay, Sharon Moore. Yeah, yeah. that's who. I got felt it. like yeah. he deserved it after you know, mixing up my M's there. Very good. The I mean, I was blue. okay with Je- if Jesse was going to take over. I just Sharon the fact that he won those three games yeah. as an interim coach. That kind of I think it speaks volumes. But no, like we said, uh, Longhorns are going to be. Um, but you're gonna be a favorite now. Play, playing Michigan, so like, yeah, that's good for us. They have the, to replace the wager in now. I, I don't know if that's like a key to the game, but you know that's that 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 defense was very good under him. He is no longer there. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's good for us. Uh, however, when I saw this news, I saw a picture of Jesse Minter for the first time. Yeah. And go look at him, and go look at the guy who was allegedly Connor Stallions uh, on, on the the Central Michigan or whatever it was sidelines. Because mm-hmm. I always I looked at Connor Stallions and I looked at that guy and I know he's realizing that he's wearing a disguise, mm-hmm. but like I was like that doesn't like I could see how maybe that could be Connor Stallions, but I never it never There's clicked to me that they're identical, sure. and so I'm I posited to this to you Noah, mm-hmm. is it possible that Connor oh. Stallions was the fall guy for Michigan, but not because he was the one doing the scouting. But because he looked close enough, like Jesse Minter Nick, this in a is disguise, dangerous. and that was actually Jesse Minter who was on the sidelines of Central Michigan in the in in, in the hat and the figma. I don't know. They look they look alike. Be careful, dude. That Michigan, Michigan mob's got ties down here. Yeah, that's right. Uh, there is some similarities look wise, but I just think that is. Some, if they, what are you trying to say, Nick? All all coordinators look the same, right? <laughs> that's right. They do. Yep. Yep. All yeah. the yuppies do. Is that what you call them? Upper Peninsula? Is that Michigan? I don't know. Oh, Youpers. Youpers, yes. Youpers. The old Youpers. Uh, let's see here. And, uh, yeah, we're just going to skip this commercial break here, guys. Don't That's worry. all right. Uh, we'll get Actually, to uh, uh, get the puck out of the way. Don't let me forget oh, to do yeah. that here. But let's just continue going. I mentioned it. Texas at Michigan week two. I'm so excited. Uh, did you see this over the weekend? Do you care? Sure, fine. Why not? Uh, ESPN had released their eight can't-miss games for 2024. Oh, really? Your University of Texas Longhorns got two of them. There we go. Uh, is Georgia the other one? Can you get yeah, yeah Michigan and Georgia? Yeah. Uh, it starts off, and I guess this is in uh, chronological order, not okay. in order of uh, yeah, hierarchy. The but they've one. got Miami at Florida, August thirty first. Okay. What? Uh, then Texas at Michigan, September seventh. Okay, makes sense. It's here. I, I get the Miami Florida thing, but I'm more Miami Florida State. 
Yeah, yeah. That, that's more. Yeah, that's more the rivalry. Yeah. I don't know if that's yeah. just because like my earliest memories. Florida's been kind of doo doo for a yeah, while. Yeah, see, that's just August football. People are excited for whatever. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah. But it, it, to me, it goes back to when uh, Miami got leapfrogged by Florida State, and then they got destroyed by Oklahoma to start the Bob Stoops era. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like Miami deserved to. They beat Florida State, and they deserve to be in there. But whatever. Uh, number three is then Georgia at Alabama, September twenty eighth. That's cool. Okay. Good. Yeah. Finally, they're due. They, 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 feel like they never play unless yeah, it's the SEC championship. Yeah. Uh, Ohio State at Oregon. Uh, be, that's fun. It's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. Great jersey matchup. Cool that. jersey Ooh. matchup, yeah. Last time they played, it was in Columbus. In, uh, or, or, oh, geez. Oregon won that game. I mean, it depends on which of the million jerseys Oregon does. Right. Like, I'm out there with those grays, and you do yeah. the scarlet and, then the and the gray. And the gray. Like, oh. but, like, there's some cool stuff. I, I like the Oregon jerseys. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, Georgia at Texas, October 19th. Nice. At DKR. Obviously. Yes, yes. Let's go. Um, I'm slightly I'm slightly worried about Georgia guys. Yeah, I would be That's too. Fair. They're a pretty good program. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it's, it's like it's, they won two natties back to back. I mean, the, the, you know, not only just the fact that we spent this entire first half of the season this year just being like, is Georgia lot losing it? You know, they had some weird yeah. games where they, they didn't look like the stereotypical we're the best team in out of everybody by yeah. far, Georgia, but like they they might get back to that next year. Carson Beck is back, even though Brock Bowers is not. And what's that uh, that receiver's guy's name? Can't name. He's gone as well. But anyway, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I have faith as always in Coach Steve. You're the man, Steve. And more faith in our NIL program and the transfer portal yeah, bringing in the big right. uglies. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, let's see here. Okay. Anyway, uh, all right. We'll finish this list off, Nick. Florida State at Notre Dame, November 9th. Mm. Yeah. 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 Okay, that's just to to trigger all the Notre Dame freaks. Yeah, uh, Michigan at Ohio State, of course. That'll be an interesting one this year. Yeah. That, that will be. interesting. That will be because if that's my question is if Ryan Day cannot lose that I game, say, that's oh. a must win for Ryan Day. Wouldn't it be at this point? No. Um, I hope Bill Belichick's at this game just to put some pressure like that. Not that he would ever coach in college, uh, but just maybe Mike Vrabel's waiting for that. Self scouting for Army Navy. I mean, that's just what I would do at Bill Belichick. Is I, I would spend my entire offseason like, okay, nobody wanted to hire me as coach. Fine, yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna watch. It's it's like the across. those people that get like the the behind the plate at baseball and like they because yeah. they know where the cameras are and they yeah. just want to be on camera. Just Bill Belichick <laughs> should do that and just like just that way, like anytime there's a big matchup and a coach yeah. who's on the hot seat, yeah. he's just there and you just see him. The Bill just wants to do the one thing Tom couldn't do win a national championship at <laughs> yeah. Michigan. Yeah. He's like, what about that, Tom? Gonna be like the phantom of football, just always appearing from the sewers to like, ah, do you a coach? Uh, then finally, Utah at Oklahoma State, which apparently is to be determined on when they will play. What? Utah at Oklahoma State. You know, it, you gotta, it does only eight, right? Uh, eight games? Yeah. ESPN eight. Kansas Nine or State. ten has to be Texas, Texas A&M. They just couldn't put UT on there three of the yeah they had to give a bone oh, so for that's, huge. that's yeah. uh, we haven't had it in so long I'm so excited it's like I an all time rivalry you put the bit you put the big one on there you put Alabama and Georgia you got to think that a top ten game on the season is the first Maybe time Texas and won't be that this year that could be the case though hmm? I mean A and M won't be that good this year yeah but still they're gonna get up for it even in years when A and M was bad and they played Texas they got up for it right ooh. Let's see here. Uh, I, have to, I have to see. Is there a game day schedule yet? I mean, I guess they kind of go, go week to week. week. To week. Yeah, they kind of. Well, no, because the, S- the SEC is going to be ESPN, so it wouldn't be Fox. They can, but like, We're, yeah, is it possible ten, that Texas has Crazy. three games that are have like game a game day? day? There? I mean, at Michigan, you know, but like at Texas and then Texas A and M. Is that game ESPN? You said yes, Michigan Texas. I have no I idea. believe so. Big Ten has turned into CBS. That's the only reason I ask. 
Well, all right. So CBS's morning show. <laughs> yeah, no, same. <laughs> that, that is. No, I mean you would. They would still send game day there. Even it's not one of their okay. things. They could do it. I don't. Know, that's just interesting to me. Interesting to me. Uh, all right. Oh, holy crap! We it's are time for the show. It's time to it's go. One o'clock. Damn it. That. That's bad for me. We're gonna miss some commercials. Oops. All right. See you tomorrow, guys. Bye. Bye. The job is done. We can go home now.